from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Oh, boy. Did you get the low chair there, big boy? I think so. <laughs> ah, chair hunter. Somebody always gets it. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brandon Gunman Snowball. Bill George is back. And we are graced with the presence of Schreiner. Because Slick's out doing his uh, civic duty for yeah, God next, and country. Next couple of weekends. Next weekend you'll have, uh, as Vince put it, is that that Kentucky boy? Oh, <laughs> Casey. <laughs> Casey. Yeah, Casey. Casey the country boy. Yeah, he'll be in here. He'll, he'll be all right. I think he's going to do good. Try by fire. Is he, have you been uh, having him run the board and all that stuff this he past week? He was in week? here with you. No, no. He'll be in uh, oh, later gosh. this morning, though. Oh, good. Just the weekend stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. He's crashed. He's a, he's a young kid. Oh, my gosh. Uh, welcome in on this, uh, I guess we say, uh, change of season Saturday. Blustery. Well, yeah, I guess you could use that. What other uh, vacational vernacular would you use to describe the... A simple dip in humidity for a day or two is how I describe it. <laughs> that You know? That's pretty that's good. That's about it. That's about all you get. It's still... It's still quite moist, and uh, it's still not more than t-shirt and shorts weather. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm point. still with you. A light uh, jacket for some out there. Bill no, George, Bill George has got long no. pants on and a Hawaiian shirt, so oh, he's well, good. Yeah, but he's got the Hawaiian shirt to counterbalance. It's only a jacket for people who are old, <laughs> <laughs> or who live further south than us. Where's my North Face? Uh, and uh, Vince shows up looking like Tater Farmer Johnson. What, man? Got his flannel shirt on and long <laughs> pants on. I think he's got snow boots on. No, yeah. I got my, I got my other hey. shoes on. What do they call those up north? Packers? He's got his packer boots on? He's got his packer boots. He's taking his picture for Farmers.com later. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Any single farmer girls out there, hit me up. Don't you got a date with some farm chick today? I do. Yeah, there you go. Three o'clock. There you go. Now we understand the dress. <laughs> <laughs> we understand why he's dr- got to dress the part, man. Well, well, I will say, after all this rain, we went from being bone dry at my house to having lakes and rivers. You gotta love it. Oh my gosh! Everything's filling back up, and that's a good thing. And and I will tell you, if you see a deer track this afternoon, it's fresh. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's that is fresh. true. If you see them this morning, that means they were made last night. Not, last night, I or maybe yeah, five like a couple hours ago. Yeah, I went in. through pouring down rain coming in today. And yesterday, uh, heading out towards Plant City, uh, at around eleven ish or so, it was just a wall of white across the bridge, all the way out to uh, downtown. It was it was a deluge. Those good old Florida front rains that we get down here. I, I had to it. drive south over the Skyway, and it was terrible going over the Skyway. Oh, by the way, there's warnings on the Skyway today if you're planning on. Uh, Taking a big box truck or anything oh. over there, or, <laughs> you know, your grandma Matilda in the big uh, Lincoln, you might get pushed around a little bit there on the top. You so better take the long way. So be, be that is a long, that is a long, that's longer than you think, man. Yeah, it's terrible. But uh, looking at the uh, fast cast real quick for today, it looks like we're going to be a high of around sixty six degrees. I think it was sixty one coming in this morning. Uh, feels like temperature is going to be around sixty three. Uh, it's going to be mostly. Cloudy with some sun peeking through every once in a while, but it's going to be extremely windy with a 40% chance for rain. Wind gusts up to 20, 25 miles an hour. So um, we got the word last night that King of the Beach is, they've rescheduled everything. 
Could you imagine it's running gonna be, around? Ugh. You know how much money people have put in there for that, to go fish in that tournament? I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. I just man. feel bad for the people that went out scouting yesterday, in this crap yesterday. It would have been terrible. Oh, I, you'd rather scout today? <laughs> no, today would been, today's a fishing day. Today would have been the fishing day, yeah, yeah. but... Uh, you know, there's a high surf advisory already out there, and there's a rip current advisory again out there this but, year. But so. it's not, I mean, a couple of years ago when I did it, we were out there in seven foot swells and 30 mile an hour winds. They didn't cancel it. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's just the. Woke. Yeah, maybe Woke. they're just trying to be a little more gentle. Or it, maybe they didn't have the big boats like they usually have. Everybody might be under, you know, 30 feet or so. I, I, I don't know. I ain't going to lie. It sucked. That was a long day. Well, well yeah, yeah, it's going to suck because. Uh, you want it to suck if you're going to go out and catch kingfish. It always, <laughs> we always did our best when it was like <laughs> Steve Austin's puking over the side and everybody else is uh, having a good time and uh, rocking and rolling on the back of the boat. And uh, as long as you got one guy that's chumming all the way down and then you got the other people that are fishing, it was a good time had by all. We were one right after another. Well, you would smoking think, them. You would think the guy with the bigger boat who can handle it out there is like, oh no, this is my day. I I had the advantage today. All them guys <laughs> with a little bay boat, yeah, you know, not today for can't, you. Can't come out. Yeah, they'll be staying in port. But yeah, uh, listening and seeing the announcement on social media last night, a lot of well-known, well-respected captains uh, all jumped on board to say, hey, look, it's probably the smartest thing to do. Uh, you know, you don't want you don't want a tragedy out there. You don't want somebody. Nah, I mean, it's supposed to be fun on top of it. Right, and and you know what? If you've never been there, uh, it, it actually is fun. It's a great family fun, bringing the kids out, all that stuff. I think all the events are going to be moving to Sunday. I oh, think hell, that's like right. everything. Yeah, everything's going to be moving to Sunday. So today's your day of rest, and then Sunday will be your hell day. <laughs> trying, to get, <laughs> trying to get your fish in and get all that stuff. Hey, so. Right now it's a day to stay in bed, pull the covers up. You know, It'd be that a nice actually day. sounds really Enjoy. nice right now. Yeah, open the windows. Yeah, my, my house it was still pouring down rain when I left. You know, it'd be a good day just to. I relax. got home last night. I cranked my house. Inside my house was actually warmer than outside. So cracked I cracked up the windows. Didn't cracked you? open the windows and uh, whipped out the old uh, sleeping bag and uh, laid it out across the top of the bed. Had a nice breeze going through the bedroom. But I will tell you, until you move here and you lived here, for those who've lived here a long time, you still have that amount of moisture in the air. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it goes. Wet when it you wake it up. feels like everything's wet, but it also it just goes straight to your bones. It doesn't just cool your skin; it goes like inside you, <laughs> and co- to Florida and freezes you from the inside out. I tried to explain this to people before. You know, when I'm out, I've been up in Wisconsin, been out in all these cold weather states, Green Bay, all this stuff for the all the games with the Buccaneers. I'm staying on the sidelines. It's 40, 38 degrees. I'm in shorts and a, and a, and a light jacket because of the wind. Yeah. But, dude, it felt great because it was so dry. And people were like, aren't you freezing? I'm like, I'm a little cold on my legs, but everything else is all good. But It's a the, different cold. Oh, my gosh. It's such I, a different cold. I know people don't realize that. You know, when you got... It's the stupidest thing to say that. Well, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. And it is the humidity. Yeah, it, well, you go out to Arizona, say, maybe say Contact, it's hot, but there's no humidity. And it's so dry you, snow. And you don't, feel, you don't feel as hot, and then all of a sudden, you're dried out. 
Yeah. You know, it sucks. Yeah, it'll suck the, suck the life right out of you. Stand on those prairies in Wyoming, 110 degrees. It felt like 85 to us. We were like, woohoo. But you drink like 900 gallons of water <laughs> while you're say, there. How much water did you drink? I saw a buddy of mine that I hadn't seen in 20 years yesterday. He uh, came down for a buddy of mine's memorial service, and uh, we we spent about an hour and a half out in the parking lot just catching up. He's moved out to Wyoming, and he's like, man, you need to come out. You need to kind of go, yeah, you and Paul Markle, you're always telling me to get out there and come back out. He goes, you need to come out in the wintertime. That's when you need to come out. And I was like, I don't know. You know, any place that's got like 16-foot snow drifts. Oh, oh God, just, no. I'm just not a, I'm not a fan. Why, why would you want to do that to yourself? Snowmobiling. You get to go out and go, go shoot a bunch of coyotes out on top of the hey. snow and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it, Tommy. I don't know if I'm going to go out there in the wintertime. <laughs> Well, you know, up there in Pennsylvania, that's a different kind of snow. That's that moisty, northeasty, right. you Muddy, know. garbage get, snow. Yeah. No, we get a lot of lake effect snow up where we're at. Yeah, that's not all moisty, you know, yeah, stick together snowball stuff. Oh, yeah. Snowball. Gar- garbage snow. Garbage snow. I, I'm going to reserve. Snow fight! I'm going to reserve a comment right now. <laughs> snow fight! I'll be getting that one on the break, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, are you heading up there this uh, year for some deer? Are you going uh, up to trough yes. through the snow? My brother got a really nice eight point. I've seen a humongous uh, buck. The neighbor hit a big, big buck with the archery gear. Uh, ended up bringing in a blood trail and dog. Maybe a little too late. They couldn't find the deer. So uh, with a little hope, the deer the deer wasn't mortally wounded. Um, they trailed it a while, but... Uh, my brother did get a real, real nice eight, and so I'll be back up there. They've been seeing lots of, lots of bucks. So Thanksgiving, once again, be back up there. Yeah. My, I've missed that trip one time since I've been fifteen years old. Wow, once, yeah. Good really. for you. And my wife and I have had Thanksgiving meal together twice in our life. Because of hunting season, sure. <laughs> once, God once bless her soul. The she's a, she's a Thanksgiving what? Thanksgiving widow. Is what she is. The once once I didn't go, and then she went up there one time at Thanksgiving. Left his butt behind. She's like, you can have Thanksgiving, but your butt is behind for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what we're gonna do this year, but I'm just uh, I, this year I'm really jonesing to get back out in the woods, and the kids are are jonesing to get back out in the woods. Uh, so much so that, as I said, I was at a memorial service yesterday, and old friends that I hadn't seen in years, I was like, "Hey, you still got that property up there around uh, Chance of Whiskey?" <laughs> they're like, "They're like, yeah, why?" You, uh, and I was like, "Oh, just you know, looking for a couple spots to go, you know, throw some cool. copper around." And they're like, "Oh, we got hog problems. You need to come up there. I'm hiring. I got to hire a trapper to get them up there." I go, "What?" what the- I, I'm actually needing a hog for Christmas. We're doing a, uh, a roast, so. Maybe we could go hit, hit, nudge, nudge. You did that last year. No, we didn't. We actually didn't do it last year, but we're doing it this year. Where did what did I get the hog for then? No, we just no. Ate it. That was just for what? Yes. What? Yes. Hey. <laughs> they were doing the socially proper thing last year and didn't get together for Christmas. No, we did. No, we did. That was no, no. We got together for Christmas. We You're gonna keep care. a bunch of Italians away from each other during the holidays? Are you crazy? Are you kakutsa? Are you out of your mind, Bill George? You're terrible at that. <laughs> You're really, really bad. What I said, kakutsa, right? You, you said it right, but just the accent sucks. 
Well, I wasn't yeah. really trying. Well, let's hear Vince's Italian. No, yeah, no. let's get Grandma yeah, yeah. on let's the phone. Let's get a break. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's Vince's Italian accent? He doesn't even speak it. <laughs> uh, maybe a little. Oh, look at that. Saved you, by Vince. the bell. Thank you, brother. I remember when uh, Mazimo called us from Italy, and I oh said he was talking Italian. I said, Vince, don't you understand what he's saying? He goes, I'm not my grandma. <laughs> I don't speak that stuff. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends Brandon Ford. Hang in there. It's a great morning to sit inside and listen to the show. We'll be right back. Welcome in, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Vince, Bill, and uh, Schreiner hanging out with you this Saturday morning. Going to be kind of a wet one today. Be a good day. I think uh, Bill and Vince's suggestion of just staying in the house and staying cozy and cooking a big old pot of venison chili or some spaghetti Sounds or something good. would be a good day to do that. Actually, as soon as the show's over, I got to go look at uh, a little bit of metal roofing for a... Uh, Full barn type like thing out there at the hunting property, and then we're going to take a ride out there. See pole we barn. Well, I need something to clean under, you know. As long as it doesn't look like that A-frame cleaning thing that you had on the last. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this is actually going to have a roof over it, running water. A roof over it? You're just making them a, you're just making a wasp nest uh, landing area. No, I'm making if it turns around and you want to get out of a afternoon shower. Put it up. It sounds yeah. like the real deal. Oh, sinks, the whole nine yards. Heck, I'm even going to put a, a, a shower out there. Are you going to go shower? out there? You go want to get rinsed off before you go back out, you know, take a ride in your car, go back home. You go get rinsed off, you get all hot and sweaty. Are you going to put a concrete pad down? Uh, eventually. Yeah, nice. You should do that first before you put the building up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. Why? That's backwards, Bill. No, that way no. you incorporate the concrete around the pillars. You yeah. know that. That yeah. way you, you frame it up. You frame it up. Boom, done. You know, right. it sounds to me like you're making the uh, Bill George equivalent of Bone Valley. You uh, know, you get out there, you can rinse off your uh, stuff, you can take a shower, you can get cleaned up, and before you get back in the truck and head back yeah. home. Well, right now we're still in the early stages of working on this property. It's it's just been a overgrown piece of florida land out there in the middle of nowhere and uh we're doing quite a bit of work cleaning cleaning stuff up okay taking some trees out got to put some food plots in create some good good natural browse area and uh so there's a lot of work being done you know what the uh there has to be one brand of soap that's in a hunting camp shower system you know that right there's only one brand one, of soap one yeah is it the charcoal one? There's a, well, actually, there's two, but the oh, one see, now we went from one to two, boy. we doubled. No, no, the one bar of soap that can that's allowed to be in every hunting camp that is supposed to be the uh, antithesis of the hunt camp. What lava? Dove. Lava is a good one, but no, that's not it. <laughs> so now we're up to three. No, I said lava is not. It's a good the, one, but it's not Sasquatch it? soup. Or no, whatever they call no, it. Are you kidding? Who's going to spend? What hunter's going to spend sixteen dollars on a bar of damn soap to have out there melt? Yeah, well, who cares about cold pressed and sliced? Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Come I on. I haven't been on TikTok much. <laughs> right? It is literally in every hunting camp you've ever got into in your entire life. Liquid Dawn? No. Ivory? You guys are horrible. Irish Spring. 
Because it also helps with mosquitoes. Irish Spring is like the the one soap that has to be in every stupid shower stall in a hunting camp everywhere around the world. It's Irish Spring, and there's only one other soap that's allowed for the most part to be out there that can be used for shampoo, uh, cleaning dishes, cleaning game, cleaning your guns, cleaning your truck, cleaning everything, and that is... Don't ask me. Oh, my gosh, you're horrible at this. I've never seen an Irish spray. I've, I've used game. Liquid Dawn for all of that. Dawn. There you go. Vince got it right, right there. Dawn. Liquid Dawn. You can use it for shampoo. <laughs> you can use it to scrub anything you need. You can wash <laughs> your clothes in it. You can take off nasty uh, skunk scent. Yeah, you can clean all that stuff with it. But apparently, go back to that Irish Spring. You take it and you leave a bar out, or if you take a cheese grater and shave a bunch of it into a little plastic bag, and that way you can zip it up when you're done, but you just leave it on the table, it will help repel mosquitoes. But now here's the bad thing about Irish Spring. I did not know that. Irish Spring, it's in every hunt camp so that you can... Use it to wash your clothes in a pinch, but also to clean yourself and you feel better and all that stuff. But you know what the number one soap used to deter deer is? Irish, Irish Spring. spring. <laughs> <laughs> People go out, like you said, around their gardens, they take Irish yeah. Spring and they grate it with a cheese grate, put it all over the ground, and it keeps the deers from coming into people's gardens. And I always wondered why, and then I went, well, that's because every damn hunter in the woods smells like Irish Spring. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> they go, you over there, you're going to get shot, Louis. Don't go over there. You smell that? You smell that? That's a guy with a gun over there. Going to kill you. Don't go over there. Wow. Irish Spring, I cannot believe you knew that. They didn't know that. What are you, like a, well, a dove guy I up there in Pennsylvania? I bet you if you put it in the door of your garage, you'll keep water moccasin out, too. I don't know. I don't think so. They don't, they don't smell Bill, Bill, go back to Go back to sleep, Bill. They don't, they don't smell through their noses. They Listen. taste the air. They taste the air. Hey, uh, uh, Vince called me last night all excited. Bill, you all might want to sign up for this. Schreiner, I know you're uh, always looking for a great opportunity. How would you like to make uh, 200 bucks an hour? Pay cut? Uh, a pay cut? Yeah, sure, a pay cut. <laughs> well, no, it's, sure. it's, it's Christmas season. My going rate this year when people ask me how much it costs to dress up as Santa $500 an hour with a two-hour minimum. What? There you go. That's not a bad deal. Because a lot of times it's businesses, and they're using it for marketing as well. So, right, yeah, Rockstar. That's, that's it. Yeah, but you also got to imagine, man, they're throwing like uh, 9,000 kids on his lap. So that's well worth the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's risking life and Because I'll need that Irish days. spring to wash out the urine. Towsing <laughs> <laughs> himself and dawn in Irish spring. <laughs> mixing the two together. Oh, 200 bucks an hour, right? 200 bucks an hour. Is that what you told me? Yeah, 200 an hour. An hour. An hour. It's a good opportunity. Is it here locally that we can uh, do this? or? Uh, no. Unfortunately, it's not. What are you doing? What do you mean it's not? Uh, where gotta, do I have to go to? You got to go up to the Great White North. Pennsylvania? Close-ish. Is it close? Ish. What is it? It's in the outdoors. You can work it's, outside. It is, it is outdoors. So is it like a hunting guide? Is it a gunning oh, guide no, feed? It's, it's, it's not. It's not that. It's not that fun. What do you mean? It's, it's, it's an actual job. It's a real, real job. It's a real deal. Garbage guy, in the snow. Getting closer. I'm getting closer. Warm, warmer. Yeah. Picking up dead deer on the side of the road. Kill, yeah, yeah roadkill <laughs> guy. Nope. <laughs> Try again. What do you do up north Bill, besides what do you, what pick do you, up deers? Bill, salt, Bill, salt what the you, road? Close. Yeah, getting closer. 
What do you do up north up there? Uh, is this thing challenge snowplow driver? Yes, sir. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Oh, that sucks. Boston is paying $200 an hour to be the a The guy who did driver. it last year is probably pissed. <laughs> you think? I made 35 I'd rather make that kind of money picking up the deer on the side of the road. They, <laughs> to be uh, honest with you. People, people don't want to do it. They just don't want to do it. But I guess go, looking into it more, Mr. you Plow? have to have your own truck. Oh, yeah. And that's why people aren't doing it, because they can't afford to build the rigs for the trucks. That's wear and tear, too, man. That, that's You know, you get out there with your big 350, you're tearing the crud out of it doing that stuff. Mm. Aren't you? Right. Bill don't know. He's a, he's a, he's had a breakfast sandwich. He's in a coma. I, I, I turn about around. That. I just enjoy the fact that there isn't a foot of snow in the middle of the road, but uh, I'm not doing the plowing. I mean, hey, two hundred bucks an hour. I mean, eight hours a day. I don't know. Eight hours a day. Now, if I had to use my own truck, four hours a day because I ain't clocking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on call twenty four seven. Call me Mr. Plow. That's my name, Mr. I Plow. Mean, think about it. That's a lot of money. Nah, I don't know. Your truck payment alone with that big giant plow and a big enough truck to push that stuff with? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Because you, you'll be able to buy that truck in two weeks. You're, you're, mm, maybe. You're, you're right. Yeah. Maybe. No. I don't know. Uh, I'd rather get paid to uh, go out and do some deer hunting or what, something what like that. What's the price of fuel going to be up there this winter? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> God, I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. Uh, deer season, speaking of dead deer, uh, starts today in Zone C. Yep. It's going to be a lot of kapow, pow, pows, hopefully out in the woods today. A lot of folks headed out. I saw them on social media this morning, and last night everybody got all their stuff packed up, ready to go and head out. And it's going to be a lovely, lovely day to be out there in the blustery uh, winds to try to uh, get yourself a, uh, a nice... Uh, Chunk of venison out there. It goes all the way through January 23rd in Zone C. And uh, good luck to everybody who's going out there. Uh, I know that sometimes people say, well, the weather's going to be a bad blow. The deer are going to lay down, all that other kind of stuff like that. And, yes, that is true. But just like any other human being or any other thing on the entire planet, you got to get up and eat sometime, bro. I'm checking the cam right now, actually. You got to go eat sometime. And they will do it. And, uh, you know, deer work on a different uh, temperature scale than you and I, and so they have to munch and crunch a little bit more than we do. So don't expect them to be laying down for very long. No. A couple years ago, kind of similar type like morning to this, did the radio show, went out to the woods in the afternoon, shot me a nice buck, took me a picture of my harvest report form with the uh, Big and Wild pen being filled out by the Big and Wild pen. I remember that. I remember that, getting all uh, bougie with your big and wild pin back in the day. I remember that. What is that? I don't know. I can't tell. That's a doe. Is it? Is yeah, there it is. Is that a doe? Vince, of course, as soon as we started talking about deer, he started had to go look at the uh, at the live cam on the uh, website. Oh, there's a couple of them. Bigandwild.com. You know, it was really amazing. I was watching it yesterday, now that I'm addicted to it, too. Thank you, Vince. No problem. Uh, there were a bunch of does there that were eating, and they started doing this head bob. Thing where they kind of look down, look up, oh, yeah. look down, look up, and you know, but not in a way where they were alerted by something, but almost like they were saying, like, "Hey, what's up, man? Hey!" And all of a sudden, this monster twelve point comes walking in with a broke off tine. He comes in, they're like, "What's up, ladies?" And they're like, "Later." <laughs> they, like, <laughs> they like all took off, and uh, next thing you know, I see one little doe prancing across the back, and then some young buck 
begin 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 following her around. So they're getting ready to they're chasing and all that stuff. There's a younger who just walked in too. Yeah. Look at that one, Bill. Little uh three point mm. little three split off. Is that what that is? That's a yes, little three sir. point. And uh speaking of the cam, by the way, I I wanted to read you this email. Hang on a second, let me find it. I should have had it ready. Doggone it. I just knew I had it and I was gonna talk about it. And here we go. It is uh, uh, <laughs> no, 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 I gotta get through all my kids' progress reports. Here we go. You can get anything you want. Oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, this was sent in by uh, some young lady, uh, Maureen, who listens to the show. And she said, uh, thanks for mentioning your live cam. Thanks for mentioning your live cam. I can't believe the deer and the turkeys all eating out of the feeder. So we've addicted someone else. Sorry, Maureen. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Maureen. It's amazing how many people have gone to see that thing, and once you start watching it, it's really hard to stop. Well, the cool part, too, is you get to see the the how they interact and, like, who eats, like, the anarchy of who eats first and who comes in and who goes, and then when the squirrels come in, they're just looking around like, okay, there's nobody here. Yeah. It's time to eat. Yeah. And then uh, then the woodpeckers show up, and then the blue jays show up, and then I want to see the blue turkeys. jays chase the, the squirrels around. You ought, see, you ought to see those turkeys, though, Bill George. You're a big turkey guy. Oh, yeah. There are some monsters, monsters that come out of there. And they hop right up on that thing, man, and just start pecking away, going crazy. And then they kind of, they're there for like 10 minutes, and then like, boom, they're out. We out. Speaking of turkey season, did you know that if you want to hunt just about anywhere in the state of Florida that's halfway decent this spring, now is the time you have to put in for your hunt apps, your, your quota applications. From now to the end of the month, you need to go out there to my FWC, go out to the hunting thing, and limited entry hunts, and you need to apply to hunt. Because if you don't have private land, you're on public, and anything decent is going to take a quota permit. What are they saying? uh, What are the rumors that you're hearing in the mills about the uh, changes for turkeys? Uh, It's not going to be this year, I'm sure, but probably next year they're looking at maybe perhaps a tag system. Yes, uh, we. That's been something that's been out there for quite a while. Yes, uh, it has. And, Thank you. And uh, we we got it in for the deer, which that was a little rough the first year because we got a tag a report system, not a tag, a report system put in, but yet they had to quickly develop something. Now we have a much better app, much smoother, and we're going to turn around and. Uh, Look to implement that for uh, turkey season here in the near future. Well, that'll be Not good. this year, but next year. Well, I hope it happens quickly, and I want to see a tag affixed to the uh, the leg. That's what I want to see. I want to see a tag. I want to report. I want to know where it came from, and I want to know how many were killed. That's what I want to know. I want the claws of Bill's truck. <laughs> Taking a break, it is the Big and Wild Outdoors. If you'd like to chime in on anything, you know you're always welcome to call at 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. 888-404-1010. Taking a break. Free by that. Free by me. He's a magic man. Thank you. Why are you pointing to yourself there, ego ego <laughs> king? Oh, good lord. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Big Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, wintry Florida morning. 
He's going to try and make himself disappear. Uh, Braden Vanceville <laughs> and Schreiner hanging out with you this morning. Before the break, we were talking a little bit about turkeys. And um, I know that me personally, I know I made a lot of kind of, I don't know, you make some people mad when you kind of restrict their freedoms or anything like that. And, uh, you know, back in the day when Steve and I started the original show 20 years ago, we were screaming every week for a tag system for deer. Everybody else had one, and they can tell you exactly how many deer are killed, where they're killed, what they are, where they were processed, all that kind of good stuff. People are like, I don't want nobody tracking me and doing all that stuff and everything else, and they get, all, they get all mad about it. And I was like, it's not about that part. It's about the fact that even now today, FWC can't look you straight in the eye and tell you exactly how many turkeys there are in the well, state of Florida. They can no, only estimate. None of the states can. I mean, they don't go out there counting turkeys. What they do is they look and they do comparisons to what they see today and compare to that to what they've seen in past years. And it's a trend. Are we increasing? Are we decreasing? Or, you know, where, where do we stand? Well, the... You would think that since you have uh, the Osceola turkey, and this is the only place in the entire world that you can get it, they'd be a little more coddled by the FWC, I should say. More of a hard count, so you know what's out there. Uh, dude, why wouldn't you want to? I mean, you see what they do when we're talking about Goliath groupers or anything well, else they throw out there. It's like, oh, we got to get an assessment. We got to have biologists in the woods and in the water, and they'll, they'll throw... Millions and millions of dollars to go tell you uh, what you know the that, what a Goliath grouper pukes up on its way up. That's but because the feds are involved. You know, here's an easy concept for the FWC. Do like you know that stupid Pokemon Go game where they put on your phone and you're you're chasing Pokemons and you're finding them on your phone. Sure, two thousand. Why couldn't you do the same thing on your phone if you're out in the woods? Oh, there's a turkey goes right to the FWC. Oh. They do well, they that do, skunk. They do that. They ask people to, if you spot something, to report it. Give me an incentive, though. I'm not going to do it. Just like a free T-shirt or something? So, I don't care. Something. So what? You always have to be compensated for any little bit of work you do? No, but for the FWC, yes. I'm going to say yes in every aspect of his life. <laughs> Wait, Maybe that's the Italian in me. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, heck, I said, hey, is there a pen over there? He handed me a pen. And he goes, that's five bucks. True. True so stories. anyway, I just I just never could understand the mentality of why you wouldn't even at least want to. You do it for everything else. You do assessments and everything else and throw all this money. Why wouldn't you protect your one uh, well, asset in the state that you can't find anywhere else in the world? Well, a number of years ago, they went and they started charging the non-residents a high ta- tag amount. It used to be fairly cheap for a non-resident to come hunt a turkey here. Now it's up to, what, $125 for just the turkey tag. It should be 400 And And so that, that there um, turns around and uh, really helps, you know, value, make that bird a little bit more valuable. Why don't we just paint the Osceola the state bird? Because no. you can't hunt your state bird. No, you can't exactly. hunt your state bird. But I just, I, I think it should be higher. If I go to, out to Iowa and I want to get to shoot one buck, it's it's going to cost me eight hundred dollars. Well, the current, I mean, the current chairman Roddy Barreto at the last commission meeting, when I brought up the fact that you know maybe people who go out with charter captains should uh, have to actually have a fishing license, they that, should that five our, bucks. That our state turns around and loses a lot of money. He brought that up and and agreed with that, as well as the fact that things like our Osceola turkey ought to be valued. 
a little bit more than it is. Sure. As, as cherished as that is for a non-resident. Well, and like you said, though, too, I mean, you, uh, it's 500 bucks for a Goliath grouper. So why well, is it not 500 bucks for a turkey? It yeah. won't be 500 bucks. It, it really won't. Even if it's 300 yeah. it doesn't matter. It's if uh, Goliath groupers are going to cost you that, they're... Their uh, their assessments say that we can allow to take this many. If they did assessments on Osceola's, you would know how many could be taken. Let's look at it this way. Ranchers that I know of that own very large pieces of property pay biologists out of their own pocket to wander around out in the woods, go out there for a month, month and a half, or do whatever, and they come back with numbers and say, Mr. Jenkins, this is how many deer you can take, I mean, how many turkeys you can take off of ranch a and this is how many you need to take off of ranch b and this is how many you can take off on ranch c and you know that's what the with the population that you have now this would be all right and uh, if you take this many birds off of it they'll recoup and you'll have the same amount of birds if not more next year you understand you understand all this i mean but you cannot put people in the entire state what do you mean put people looking looking, doing biological surveys you couldn't get on Likes Brothers Land and do a survey of what what turkeys are out there. Well, you can't hunt Likes Brothers Land anyway. No, so, but, but they do in wildlife management areas, and that do population surveys. In those particular cases, they do surveys from time to time. Not every year, not every time, but they'll go out there. They'll spread corn out, and they'll go out there and look at how many turkeys are coming out to the corn and and doing that. Why Why couldn't they go on that property and? Do an assessment well, out of curiosity. I mean, well, it's, a, it's their private land. But if you ask nicely can I come and said, in your house and see how many dirty dishes you have in your sink? If you ask nicely, no, sure. <laughs> if you want to come see my dirty dishes, you come right on in. I'll show them to you. There you are. Right well, while you're at it, grab the sponge, start cleaning. Yeah, come yeah. on in. I mean, I I understand that it's private land, but if it was for the, uh, you know, for the assessment and the numbers, why wouldn't they let the FWC to be able to come out and do that? You take half the ranchers in this state. They don't trust the government. I know do they don't trust, trust the, government? the government. No, no, I don't. Okay. But but do you, I but I have more trust t- an agency. Do you trust an agency <laughs> that tells you right now you can't go down south and keep a trout or a redfish or a snook, even though they are doing great on numbers, above sustainability, above management goals, and you can't keep one, and you're going to trust them to come in there and say. What you can do on your land. I wouldn't trust them to say what I could do on my land, but if they oh, yeah. wanted to come in with a biologist and count turkeys, I don't think I'd have a Sir, problem with that. you don't have enough turkeys, you can't hunt on your land next year because we didn't Oh, I can find... hunt my land, but... Oh, no, we didn't find enough turkeys. You're you're shut down for 10 years. Okay. I mean, he's got a point. I mean, they could I probably don't... do that. And yeah. I say, okay, thanks for coming. And uh, when turkey season comes along, kaboom, kaboom. Well, well then, uh, legally I've killed them, so uh, by legal means. See you in court, eh? Well, all right. <laughs> what are you eating over there, Bill? Oh, we can, everybody else can hear it. He's like Jaws eating the side of the boat of the orca, <laughs> literally. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, but I got a story I wanted to ask you about this, too. I read this uh, online yesterday. The turkey researchers up in Alabama are going to be putting uh, 90 microphones around the state that are linked in so that they can listen to recordings so that they can find areas where there are turkeys. But because apparently in the southeast United States, 
the turkey numbers are dropping dramatically, and they want to know why and where they are. So then, going back to uh, Florida private land type stuff, it doesn't mean that somebody can't go put a microphone or a camera or something next to the Likes Brothers property Mm -mm. and uh, draw those turkeys and stuff over there and see where they are and get a number. And if they go back over to their roost, big deal. At least you got the numbers. I just wanted to know what your assessment of why the turkey numbers are dropping in the southeast. I've heard. Why do you think? I, I do not know. Uh, and if a scientist does not know, I, I, I surely don't think I'm any more educated, guess. But I do know that people that I have that are friends that hunt turkeys throughout the United States have seen some very significant declines in population in places. I mean, is there more poaching going on? Well, for let's start with the numbers. How many Alaceolas are you allowed to keep in the state of Florida, even as a resident? Well, that is up for debate. Well, what's the number? Though? Give me the your ge- give me the, your biggest number. The general consensus is you can kill two. Right, one in the fall. No, I mean uh, two in the two in the in spring, the fall. two in the fall. Yeah, two in the spring, two in the fall. So basically, most people don't try to get over you know one or two. I mean, for the most part, for the year. But if you go up to Alabama or Georgia or anywhere else, what are you allowed to kill up there? Four or five. So you're allowed to kill a lot of turkeys up there. I mean, uh, so one guy killing five turkeys, that's that's reducing the population quite a lot. And if you got got 100,000 uh, turkey hunters that hit the woods and they're allowed four or five apiece, but if that's, that's, that's 400,000 turkeys taken out of there. Maybe that's one of the reasons why but the it, population it, is declining. If their population can support it. They will continue that. And how would they get the numbers to know that the population is being supported? Uh, Go out and count. But they do not do a physical count. They never do a physical count. They turn around. They have certain things, just with the alligator survey. They have a path they follow every year. They follow the same path. They follow it in the same way. They do everything methodically, and the thing that changes generally is the weather and the the population of the animal. And they put that all into a, a, a scientific model and they calculate, hey, am I seeing more or less of each of the different sizes than I did last year? And But somewhere within that uh, debate of whatever that is, is also the amount of turkeys that were taken the previous year for, during hunting season yeah. because they have a number because they're tagged and they're reported. Most of them might be reported. <laughs> Don't they have? Like I'm a, talking a, about the the people who are actually living their lives in a legal yeah, manner, yeah, who do yeah. it properly. So nothing's exact. Every there's each state has a certain number that is what they call unreported, what they believe is their percent compliance with the reporting, and so they'll turn around and they'll they'll have a number above what was actually reported is what they anticipated as the harvest. So then they actually sneak in a number of the assumed poaching or not reported uh, turkeys. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, more unreported. Yeah, unreported. Well, and the same thing would be assessed here in the state of Florida because as Vince posted out, uh, you know, what's one of the main reasons why we don't see what we see is because you got Sneaky Pete's in there going in there and popping them and not doing hey, anything. You know, you killing mean? five or six of them. Filet and release? Yeah, something like that. God, I hate sure. that term. That irritates the crap what, out of what me. What is it? Well, 
How, you filleted know, release? You know how hard yeah. it is to fillet a turkey and release it? It's not that easy, bro. Listen, I have a friend. <laughs> he is part of the pro staff on Ziploc. You know what? Pro okay. staff, all that is is you get Zip a discount. Lock. You're nobody no, special no, no, because no. you're pro staff. I hate that term, listen, too. He didn't even listen. It's called the Ziploc Pro Staff. Yeah. Because <laughs> they turn around, they go out there, they'll shoot a turkey, they'll clean it right there in the field, they'll take it out in a Ziploc bag, and it never gets reported. Well, that's sad that that would happen that way because... It is sad you associate yourself with those kind of people, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I you associate know, myself with somebody who wants to charge five dollars to boob a bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not even in <laughs> I just, I, you know, I gotta agree with Steve Austin and a lot of other people that I know. I mean, uh, unless you're starving to death, I mean, two turkeys, one for Thanksgiving, one for Christmas, uh, somewhere around there. I think it's all good. You know, two's good. Two's right? a good number. That's a Two's good a good number. number. I have friends that shoot like nineteen twenty a year. Okay. Well, don't get greedy. Legally. Legally. Yeah, Legally. Around the world. We're taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for getting up and hanging out with us on this uh Beautiful, beautiful Saturday. Give where, you a, where is it beautiful? I'll give you a quick uh, Big and Wild fast cast for you for the day. We're going to be looking at highs around 66. Uh, feels like it's going to be around 63. Mostly cloudy. Uh, uh, not much sun, but extremely windy out there from 20 to 25 miles an hour. And there is still a chance of uh, rain for about 40% somewhere where they are. Tonight's going to be really nice, though. If you'd like to go and... Walk around the whatever that you want to do for the evening. 62 degrees. It's going to be breezy. Not much rain. Uh, should be kind of nice for your romantic walk tonight, Vince. With myself? Yeah, sure. I thought you and Gina. You and Gina got to go uh, walk the beaches of Indian Rocks here, you know, and uh, what, get was, a what, couple of are we talking of about a Bon Jovi song here, Tommy yeah, and Gina? I, I guess. I don't know. I just picked Gina. Hey, where's the, the wind? Because I don't see it moving out there. It's supposed to be a coming. I don't it's, know. It's there. It's, so, it's, it's a coming. here we go. Don't be scared. I'm It'll not be... scared to answer the phone. You know who's on the phone? No. Your buddy. Who? Beetlejuice. You mentioned his name three times, and either he shows up or he calls. Beetlejuice? Yeah. Who's Beetlejuice? Mr. Steve Austin. Oh, my gosh. You, well, did you push the button? Because now he's screaming into the phone. I guarantee it. <laughs> Good morning, Steve. Hey, Steve. What a state How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> what now? What did I do? Well, I don't know. You're calling me uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, no. but, but listen, here's the thing. I just, you know, I said, listen to you guys. And I, I want to, you know, pull my hair out and bang my head on the stove. But two's enough. I mean, no, no, why would somebody need to kill six, eight turkeys? Is it, You know, they're pretty few and far between as it is. In Texas, I can't remember when I was out there seeking the Grand Slam. I think you were allowed four in a day. So that just seemed a little crazy to me. Four per day or four for the season in one day? I, I think it's four for the season, but I know you could kill four. I shot two and quit. I could have killed 15. They were everywhere, but I just shot two, and that was the end of it. Put them in the freezer and flew them home. Yeah, well, there you go. You're a good uh, man, Steve I, Austin. I have a I have a I, friend who turns around and shoots about 19 on average, may, some years up to maybe 22, 
and that's throughout the United States. He he travels and spends three months turkey hunting, puts those. But he takes every bit of leg meat, every wing, every everything, takes it and and ends up uh, eating off that as well as many deer. Uh, they he shoots deer and he never buys a piece of meat from a store all year. Dude, you can shoot nineteen turkeys and not be able to make a good stew. I mean, that's <laughs> that's kind of a lame excuse to kill nineteen turkeys for a handful of meat off each one. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know. You know, uh, what was the world record that was shot out of Iowa? Thirty three pounds. Yeah. I mean, that's there's a lot of there's a lot of chunk meat on something like that. Oh now, yeah, let's bring up that one turkey in America that you know weighs like a fat baby. <laughs> well, well they, you're you're right. Osceola is what average eighteen pounds. I mean, uh, that sounds like and, a lot. And they're the least populous turkey in the world. It's just, you know, I have three grand slams, which I'm very proud of. I'm moving this week. Today's the last day, and and I took one representation of the grand slam and gave those other turkeys away. It just. You know, I just did uh, wow. kind of feel bad about it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you go out to New Mexico, and, well, I guess the craziest place I ever saw was Nebraska, where he called one time, and we had 17 turkeys top the hill. And how many could but you the, take in Nebraska? I think we were allowed, uh, what were we allowed? You're allowed four toms and a hen. Wow. Four toms and a so, hen. It's why yeah. do chicks always get away for free? Scott Frey, stay in Florida. Can't shoot any does. Oh, kill five hundred. Actually, it was a it was a bearded hen. You couldn't kill uh, one that didn't have a beard. It was a bearded hen. Yeah, because oh, hen jumped all over me. The one with the beard walked right by me, and he goes, "Why didn't you shoot it?" Well, because it was a female, and I, uh, you know, I was supposed to let him go. Yeah. I did, the but same he was thing. saying, "What a mount!" You know, if you had that tom and that hen mounted together. Yeah, yeah. I let one walk up there in uh, Georgia, and. I regret it every day. <laughs> yeah. Good 10-inch beard on a hen coming through there, and I was like, ah. But, you know, I'm, I'm especially sensitive about turkeys. And if I knew somebody that had killed six or eight illegally, I'd turn them in. I, I have turned right. people in. And, well, and that's you know, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I had a friend one time shows me on his mantle over his fireplace he's got 64 beards and i'm going wait a minute you're 40 you got 64 beards what's wrong with the math here <laughs> yeah that's uh two per year or whatever it is uh two per season and uh that's uh yeah that doesn't add up <laughs> yeah it's a little over the limit I, I think yeah and, and you know i i kind of agree but i don't i think we should and i nobody hates big government more than me considering what's gone on in the last two years but that's not another topic but i'm saying i don't know that it's a bad thing they come and count your turkeys i would insist on being out there with them and i would insist that they sign something if you find that my turkeys are down 300 from last year you're not going to shut my hunting down i don't want something writing that said that and if they said well we can't do that i'd say well then go count them somewhere else yeah, well, that's true. You have that's, the power that's to do that. That's what's wrong with Americans. We don't stick up for ourselves and have a fit about it. And, you know, I remember when Tennessee was one deer all year, period, because there wasn't a lot of deer around. Yeah. Well, nowadays, think, nowadays it's, oh, not so much about your turkey, but, oh, we saw a panther on your property or, uh, uh, you know, something 
else that they want to protect. And now you got to turn around and quarantine off part of your land and stay away from it and keep human activity out of it. Well, I think I think there's a way to fight that with attorneys. I mean, if they don't want me shooting the panther, they got nothing to worry about. I'm not going to shoot one. Correct. And you know, all they got to do is say, "Hey, Mr. Austin." You kill that panther, you're you're in deep stuff. So don't kill the panther. Oh. And of course, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh no, it's not so much. That... I mean, even if they shut you down, uh, say if it's on Braden's thousand acres and he's got two panthers running around up there, how does he know that I'm not coming in there and killing them at night anyway? You can't. Yeah. You know, if we put up with the government telling you you can't hunt on your own land, then you're not going to hunt on your own land. Yeah, that's true. Uh, sooner or later, they're going to you know, say no, no, no. people got to quit putting up with this crap and go to meetings and write letters, write the governor. He seems like a pretty smart guy. And, and you know, I'm, I mean, they're not going to shut you down because of the Panther unless you land them. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> they just don't trust well, the government. They don't trust the government. Dollar bill is gloom and doom. And I can't help they don't trust the government. We've had one for a couple of hundred years now. And this is America. If you don't like it, then change it. Yep, that's don't that's go, a good well, thing. it's the government. They hate us. Well, you know, that, if I, I got a panther on, I'm going to hunt. If I got 10 panthers on my land. Well, Actually, I'm doing them a favor because they're protected. Yep. I'm not going to let somebody come in there and poach, and I'm not going to let somebody come in there and kill them. Well, I know our buddy uh, Toby had one that came uh, through. He said, I've never seen it on the property before, and uh, I think they've seen it twice. He's been hanging around. Not far away from the feeder because uh, the feeder brings in hogs, and uh, apparently uh, panthers like to eat hogs. So this guy's found himself a nice little uh, breakfast nook, and he's not going to go anywhere until the hogs go somewhere. Well, uh, and you know he's not going to eat enough hogs to matter. Well, and it's just you know you have one hog has twenty babies today, and he eats one a week. I th- I think he'll be all right, but that's what I'm saying. We get this stuff in our head that. We have to fear the almighty government, and we have to do everything they say. That's why, if I had a thousand acres, I certainly got enough money to hire a lawyer. Yeah, certainly. Steve Austin I'd for president. I'd the crap out of him, and I'd, I'd say, I'm going to hunt this land. I'll, I'll sign a document that says I will not kill that panther, and nobody else will be allowed to on my property if I can prevent it. But I'm going to hunt. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. All right, Steve. What? We got to go. Top have, of the hour, man. Well, have fun moving, buddy. Okay, I, I got boxes. Bye. All right, bye. <sighs> See, now you start talking about turkeys and numbers, and you're just going to just make you mad. You knew he was going to call Bill George. All right, we're going to take a break. Hour number two is right around the corner. Brought to you by our good friends at Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back.